What's up, everybody? This is Phil Rogacki. And I'm Jared Abergina. You're listening to Two Tree Guys Podcast. Thank you for everybody for joining us today. This is a half hour with some of the industry leaders out there, trainers, educators, uh, some of the best of the best. And today, a special friend of mine, uh, for mine and Jared's, and we're really excited to uh, have him on the show today. He's a uh, Spanish-speaking, certified arborist, red beard, battle axe, CTSP, track certified, master, and crane certified, uh, crane certified, Mr. Patrick Morgan. Wee! Welcome, my friend. We're Welcome there. to the show today. Thank um, you. You know, on the show, uh, this segment that we have is we're learning from some of the best of the best in the industry, people that have been around, that made the thousands of mistakes, um, that had amazing, uh, you know, people that have worked with them and helped bring you to where you are today. Very, you know, mentors, different mentors uh, in your career. So, you know, first off, I just want to, you know, thank you for coming on today. And uh, uh, we just kind of want to jump right in and, and start talking about, you know, your career, getting into the industry and, uh, talking about some of the lessons you've learned the hard way, uh, what different mentors that were around you, what they taught you, how you learned, and kind of where you are today. So get started and kind of let's hear your story. Well, I guess uh, I guess it all started off in uh, August of uh, 2001 when I got out of the Marine Corps. I was uh, over in Calistoga just having uh, a beer before I went to work at a restaurant, and I had this old bosun's mate. Uh, come up to me and he says, "Hey Pat, you were a Marine. You want a, you want a job? Fifteen dollars an hour starts tomorrow." I said, "Hell yeah! How'd you know how? That's how much I needed to make some bank my bills for this month." And so I, I had a beer with him, and a couple seconds later, I'm like, uh, "Paul, what do you do?" And he's like, "Oh, it's a tree company." Yeah. All right. Okay. So I had another beer with him, and then I'm like, "Okay, Paul, what do you do with trees?" And he's like, oh, you see those guys, Davy Tree, that spikes and they go up the tree, they cut stuff, that. And then we plant trees and we do, uh, you know, plant health care, stuff like that. We do anything with trees. Yeah. I'm like, okay, what did I get myself into? <laughs> Next day, he sends me up on this giant hill and we're clearing the whole thing and thinning out the forest for the guy. But I was hooked. It was like back in the Marine Corps, uh, running through the woods, uh -huh. just working my tail off. And you knew that I was just, it. I knew. I, I knew right from there then, and, and I was like, this is it. Mm -hmm. And I just kept at it, kept at it, and uh, actually... So at that point, you were just, just shagging brush. Shagging brush. They wouldn't yeah. even let me have a chainsaw on my hand. <laughs> so how long did it take to get a chainsaw on your hand? Uh... I think the guys made me wait at least a month of watching them do tree work and quick. then running things through. Yeah, it was back then. But, I mean, back then we were, you know, you're throwing at it and mm -hmm. you learn yeah. from your mistakes as you go and they watch you and laugh. <laughs> well, you know, first off, thank you for your service. Yes, Absolutely. Sir. My dad was a Marine and uh, hoorah. You know, um, when when you were in the Marines, when, when did they finally put a gun in your hand? How long did it take? First day. No, actually, first day. It was, it, they it was actually, actually second day. we had to go through – so when you go through uh, yellow pr or the yellow footprints, all that, you have a couple of days of uh, actually doing admin work where you learn your social security better than you learned any other number in the world because you write it about a thousand times. Yeah. Um, they finally get you out and, and start issuing your stuff within a couple of days. You get mm -hmm. your rifle. 
um, Foot Locker, all that, and get to your barracks. But yeah, it's a so, rifle after a couple days. Couple days, but you don't. You're you're just cleaning it. And when did you get uh, finally get to use the chainsaw first in the the industry? Oh, it, it did take about a month or two, month uh, or two before I actually like really was able to use a chainsaw. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So tell me, tell me about, you know, coming in, pulling brush, understanding this is what I want to do. This is, this is it. How did you get to the level where you are today? You know, with all the certifications, all the different projects and running equipment. I mean, I, you're the Swiss army knights. There's just, just about, just about nothing that you can't do. Seriously. Uh, you know, when, when, if you guys, you guys are seeing this guy on the podcast, you know, when he comes up with the, the, the flame beard, just coming in and just <laughs> muscles ripping and smiling and you can hear his laugh know, about muscles. six miles away. And, <laughs> and then, and then he starts speaking Spanish and everybody just goes, huh? And you also know Arabic too, right? Uh, yeah, I did go to school for some Arabic, learned some yeah. Italy. Eastern Affairs yeah. stuff. So tell me about in your, your career of working with the, what company was that? that you were uh, working with? I started off with Of The Woods. Paul Dubois owned that. Um, okay. He's now running the Davy Yard over here out of Sonoma. Do you still see him? Uh, I have not seen him in years. I need to connect with him. I saw his son, though, at a training that Jared, uh, Chris Bruner, and I did up in Sacramento, and he's yeah. uh, running a company up there. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Um, Neat. It's a small world. So tell me about the education, the courses, and, and kind of what you went through there, what things uh, worked for you, what they didn't teach you, what you learned, you know, and what were some moments in there where it was the aha moments? Um, well, when I first started there, uh, the the foreman that took me under his wing was uh, his name was Robert uh, Robert Hegwood. Yeah, he actually came from uh, training and a background at Britain Tree, um, mm -hmm. which is the next company that I, I ended up working for after leaving of the woods. Mm -hmm. Uh, he taught me quite a bit about the Britain way about how to prune trees, how to, you know, mm -hmm. use your, use your rope angles the proper way, yeah. how to get trees down, rig them down properly. Think yeah. about, you know, the long, long term, the chess pieces in the yeah. game board and, and try to plan out 10, 15 steps ahead of where you were supposed to be. So at. he was the guy that kind of springboarded you in your career, like Definitely. really taught you how to be uh, a master at what you do that's or grow into that. I still hear his day, uh, his voice now, in my head every day. Now, what was it about him? Who did, who did he learn from? He learned from John Britton, John Britton himself. Yes, learned sir. from John Britton. And then, uh, uh, so John Britton, the way he taught this yeah. Robert, Robert's his name, Robert Hegwood. Yeah. Robert spread that to teach yeah. you. And then it kind of transformed the way you teach today. I, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. He he was uh, he had this way of being able to explain something, yeah, so that I would understand exactly what he was talking about by the way that he would, you know, push it out and yeah. and allow me to like lead into it myself. Yeah, and then he he helped me a lot. Uh, sometimes it wasn't so easy. Sometimes he'd send me off on a thirty foot limb walk and then just pull me off just to show me my gear worked. <laughs> <laughs> was, was this uh, was he the one that introduced you to the bright end? He was the one that introduced uh, me to the bright end saddle. Man, yep. Yeah. I miss those that, days. That's actually how Jared and I uh, met each other at a tree, yeah. uh, tree comp here in Santa Rosa. <laughs> Fell in love over a nice good old harness. Uh, right <laughs> and harness. Is that really how you guys met over a harness? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's all hate. too. I'm like, there's not too many you know, people that wore those harnesses, right? Uh-huh. And, hmm. um, man, they were, they were just Cadillacs, Cadillacs of, you know, the harnesses. And, yeah, nothing was yeah, tight. And I'm like, I looked at him, looked at me, I was like, hey. That was it. <laughs> that was it. It was done. Yeah. 
20 years later. <laughs> was it that long ago? 16 years later. 16 years? Yeah. Have you guys known each other? Yeah, that's the first wow. time I met. I, Jared wow. was four years when I was in the industry. It was the first comp I was I took it on myself to do. But that mm -hmm. was because Gabe Beeler from Fallen Leaf up in Sacramento pushed me there. Yeah. 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 Nice. Now, now working working your career, tell me about your career as a, as a trainer, as traveling around to all these different shows and... and and you know, being the Spanish speaker, teaching on the cranes, the class—I mean, everything you've done. You know, tell me about some of that and and what you get out of it, and and watching you know these men and women who come and and listen to you to hear. Uh, and I'm sure you've seen these people at multiple shows and watched their careers over the years grow. Yeah. Tell me about some of that. Um, well, honestly, stepping into the training game, I didn't even think about uh, how I was going to get there. I, I ran into Chris and uh, Chris Bruner and Jared Abergina over at uh, Arbor Fest one of the first year it happened. And we, uh, yeah. we kind of rekindled old friendships. We saw each other for the first time after maybe a decade. And we started talking and uh, they came to me and asked me if I wanted to try doing, you know, being a part of their team yeah. and uh, running around and doing their training circuit with them. And I, I, I couldn't say no to that. I was kind of at a weird, funky spot in life and yeah. I kind of put new life back into it for me. Uh, I think it saved my life, honestly. Really? Why is that? I just, uh, I felt like I wasn't going really anywhere. I was uh, working at the other Atlas down in Clyde and uh, I felt a dead end. I was foreman, top, like couldn't go anywhere. I didn't feel any growth I, personally. I kind of was helping guys, but they weren't really, you know, receptive to the ideas that we had because yeah. they were very old school, stuck in their ways. Yeah. And uh, it it just was so refreshing to be involved with something as big as yeah. what Jared yeah. and Chris were doing. Uh, I mean, I I owe to where I'm at for sure, without a doubt, to uh, to Gabe Beeler, to uh, Grant Hamilton, and mm -hmm. to Jared and Chris. That's awesome. That's awesome. And it's, uh, you know, there's so many, so many guys and gals that are in that end up in that same position as you were, Yeah. you know, um, they get in the industry. Uh, hopefully they had a really good mentor that taught them. And from there, um, they reach the top within a few years in their organization. Yep. And then they sit there and they go, what do I do? Where do I go? How do I do this? How do I make more money? Uh, and That's normally it. they jump around or, they're just hungry. They're so hungry for, for more knowledge, more education, because they're the teacher. And that's what happens so much in the industry is, or just with trainers and in education itself is you reach the top and you're the educator and teaching. You also need mentors in your life. I don't care how good you are. Yeah. Michael, Michael Jordan, LeBron, they all have private coaches uh, that help them get better, not just in basketball or football or sports, or but in their careers and their uh, investments so they can be the best they can be. I, yeah. I was uh, told a long time ago, and the saying really stuck with me, it's uh, birds of a feather flock together. Mm -hmm. If you want to be better, you be around better people. You yeah. surround yourself with those people that challenge you to step up. Yeah, And that's what that was. I, I, feel I challenge I, myself. I, I resign. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, that was a fake now, laugh. It, it's uh, you know, in in this industry, I think, you know, it could go either directions. You know, because it is such a, you know, a fast-paced adrenaline profession. Um, you can get, you can have that fuel you for for years and years, or that can take all the fuel out of you. 
you know, and you can get burnt out really quick. So if there's not somebody there either motivating you or like-minded individuals in the same direction, keeping you motivated and then keeping that fire lit, it's mm. easy. It's easy to burn out. Yes. And yeah. then, and then kind of look, looking around in directions go, what do I do? What am I doing? What I'm am 20, I doing? I'm 20 years deep. I'm, uh, I'm like, ah, man, you know, what's the next stage? What's the next level? And, yeah. and not having, you know, like-minded individuals around you, it's really hard to, to take that, that next step in, in your career. So definitely <clears> your day to day. So yeah, tell us about good. some of the trainings and the different places, some of the good times, and what are what are some of the things you specialize in out there in the field when you're when you're training and also at a lot of these uh, uh, Arbor Fest and trade shows. Um, well, I I think that I still identify more with uh, kind of the older school guys. Yeah. So I think what I do best is at well, one new people that don't know anything and having to bring them in. I've been really successful at uh, kind of enlightening them to different climbing styles, yeah. newer climbing styles, and getting them to step out of their comfort zone. Uh, and then I've got uh, definitely an older tree work kind of mindset where less is more, and we do a lot more with a lot less. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think that some of the guys that are in that weird transition spot that aren't sure about the new ways, aren't sure about how to, you know, applicate them yeah. in a real time situation. I feel like I can bridge that gap a little bit better for them because I've been in the industry for so long and I've felt their pain. Yeah. I know what they're going through and there's a reason why now I've adapted a lot of what I've adapted. Yeah. So I, I think that's, those are my strong points. And, and that, and that's, and that's good. You know, you've been, you've been the brush puller. Yes, you, I still am. Still, <laughs> still go out there and brush, good, and, good. brush with the guys. And, and that's why you relate so well. Now let's talk about, you know, I think, you know, one of the things I'm I'm the most proud of to to be around and stuff and uh game changer for our industry is the, the academy. You know, Definitely. the academy going from the education that you got in with Britain and and Robert and and these guys uh, that you surrounded yourself with and knowing the type of education and how you had to learn was in the field getting your hands dirty now there's something better there's something not there's something more available mm -hmm. to individuals De uh, definitely you know and and you're one of the head trainers here at the academy and teaching the classes and uh, you remember the first time we we had the the first academy trained week. Oh, I come mean, on. you were with the, yeah. Oh yeah, man, man. Tell tell us about that and how impact of the industry and and what it's been an impact on on your own personal life. Well, I think I think I can speak for pretty much everybody in the industry that we've all wanted something like this to happen for so long. Yeah. I've heard it over and over again. It was a complete game changer. We no one's no one's been able to step up enough to actually put their thoughts of how to do this into writing the way that Jared did. Mm -hmm. and, and no one's thought to, you know, take it to the next step, next level, mm -hmm. and actually create this whole school that we mm -hmm. have here. Um, it, credit to Bob. Credit, credit to, to Bob. Bob as well. Thank you very much for all the uh, curriculum that you've made, Bob. Yeah. Um, but, like, it, the excitement that I had going into that week and how much I knew – the academy was going to affect people even yeah. ourselves coming mm -hmm. out of it was so immense mm -hmm. i i think 
everybody in the room at that graduation day shed a little tear because of how excited we all were and how yeah. much it really affected us. Yeah. No one's taken the step to do what we did. Mm -hmm. And I was really happy and proud to be a part of that and be asked to be a part of that. Yeah. Um, it was, it was, it was an emotional day because so many people go, I mean, the words that, you know, gentlemen used that's been in the industry 25 years, finally, yep. finally, and he looked to all the young guys out there and said, you guys have no idea what you have in front of you right now. I've been looking for this for the last 25 years and here it is. There it is. And he humbled himself enough. I mean, this guy is very well known, you know, in the industry. Uh, came in here, you know, to see what this was all about and left with something. And that showed, you know, myself and everybody at this table that doesn't matter how long you've been in the industry. You know, we always can learn. Yeah. And that, that meant a lot. Yep. That definitely. Uh, yeah, it was it was pretty amazing. It was. It was definitely amazing. Yeah, I think that's the uh, that's the ticket. I, I think that really exposed that portion of your life of where you were at and the, a good direction of where, where you could be going, you know, because we get to that point in our career of, especially now getting introduced to training. It's like, you see people, you take so much and it's so rewarding from the industry. You light up somebody's world and you see that light bulb go off. Gosh, it's like 10 it's, times more rewarding, Yep. you know, and then you do that and you do it a hundred times over or in, in masses and groups and you see, you know, yeah. it, it's, it's time to give back. Yeah, you know, that's you, exactly you, you, what it is. We've taken so much from this industry. It's time. You know, we have to share it. And that's the only way we're going to win and grow together. And when it clicks for you and you know that and you're able to totally, you know, do that yourself as an individual, as a professional, man, skyrocket. Yeah. I couldn't have done it with all the people, without all the people that <laughs> yeah. were there, dude, that helped me get to here. Now, let me let me ask you this. Um, who Who's your... What, is it, what are they called? The Padawan, the your student that you took under your belt from nothing, knowing nothing, coming in, green as can be, and where are they at today with with training and education? And what did you do to get that person to that point? Um, over the years, I mean, I, there's been a few that I've had come in knowing nothing. Uh, there was the gentleman up in uh, Reno that I didn't find out. Um, we did a training up there for the Western chapter. I hadn't found out until I had him 30 foot up in the tree that he'd never got, been able to get up a tree before. He'd never actually ascended into a tree, although his friends had talked to him, had his crew members had all yeah. tried to get him there, all tried to talk him through a, you know, various situations, scenarios of how to get up in the tree. Um, and within... You know, 30 minutes of me working one-on-one -on -one time with him. Mm -hmm. I had him walking up over 30 foot up into the tree and getting up on a limb on a, a sizable tree, actually. Yeah. And uh, he was able to maneuver, do, all, you know, everything that, you know, mm -hmm. a basic person should be able to do right off the gate. And uh, after he came down, his crew, uh, his crew buddies came up to me and they all thanked me. And they're like, hey, he's never been up a tree before. Yeah. And that was like... Oh, oh, really? Good to know now. <laughs> Thank you very much for filling me in. But he did great. Where, where is he at today? I have no idea. Yeah. He's, I have not ran into him yet again. It'd be yeah. nice to see what he's doing now because yeah. that was uh, that was near four years ago, three or four years ago now. Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. so I'd be really really happy and probably impressed to see what he's yeah. doing. Yeah. Uh, you know, in in your 20 years of, 
of working with tons of professionals all up and down, you know, California and a bunch of projects from Miss Johnson's little plum tree to clearing forest, you know, yeah. um, uh, wide range of experience and stuff. This is kind of the, you know, the part of the show is what's, what's tips from the pro, you know, people that are, are sitting here and listening, it's, you know, what are some tips you can give, you know, people in the industry that's just getting started off and people that have been in the industry for 20 years. Uh, I think the number one thing for all of us is uh, to stay humble enough to remember that we don't know everything in this industry. And there's guys out there that have been doing this for 60 years that forgot more than what we'll remember. Mm-hmm. And they still learned on a daily mm-hmm. basis. Yeah. So never put a cap on what you can learn. Always be accepting of new ideas, new ways, continually ev- uh, you know, evolving your way. Yeah. Use every little tool that you can see and put it in your toolbox. Yeah. Listen, learn, take it all, and use it wherever you can. Because all of this stuff, people have done it. They've learned the hard way. They've hurt themselves. They've, they, people have died doing this. Mm-hmm. And we need to learn from every single mistake, every little misstep. And we need to take that. And as Jared and Chris say, always have that. Put that tool in your toolbox. Yep. Carry it. It's not applicable every single time, mm-hmm. but there's going to be that time when you're like, aha, I still hear my old foreman, Hegwood, telling me, oh, just listen to me. I know you're going to ask me why, but I don't want you to. You just <laughs> shut up and do what I tell you, and 14 years down the road, you're going to come across the situation and understand why, and you're going to hear me in your head say, I told you so. <laughs> And I still get those days where I've been doing it away for so long. And then finally, I come into the situation why he taught me what he did. And I'm like, that damn bastard was too smart for his own damn good. Oh, man. Well, well, my friend, uh, I appreciate you coming on the show today. Uh, I'm sure everybody that's listening is is grateful. And hopefully you're able to come back. And and we're going to have yourself and other people uh, that's in the industry that are educators and trainers and and mentors uh, to new people and people that have been in the industry uh, on these segments and kind of sharing the tips and tricks and and things have worked and and, uh, uh, hearing their story, you know, hearing their story for that. So uh, any last words you want to leave the people listening today? And then we'll stay on the call and answer some questions. Um, just stick with it. I, I know it gets hard sometimes out there. You get uh, downtrodden. You end up uh, wanting to give up. You you see yourself sometimes surrounded by not what you want to be. Don't give up. You got to sometimes just uh, just grit and bear. Put the shoulders up and, and put everything, the whole world on your shoulders like Atlas did. Mm-hmm. And then keep moving because one day it'll all come through. All right. All right. Thank you, Pat. We appreciate you, man. Cheers. All right. Cheers.